0: The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gow Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gow Media station. That's as impressive as it gets. Baylor advances to the championship game. So impressed with Baylor. I keep going back to them. Butler, Mitchell, Teague, Flagler,
1: Mayer. Uh, I don't think I've seen a team with five guards... At that level, no drop off, um, and they all—they were good at both ends. That's why I was proud of our kids. The second half, you know, I, I, I get people will rationalize why we came back to second half. I, I get that, but uh, we did, and that, that wasn't easy to do. That you know, was an emotional locker room at halftime, and and we came out of the locker room, and our, our kids competed, but. Um, Baylor is uh, clearly uh, the best team that we've played. They may be the best team we've played in the seven years I've been here.
0: Bruins with a shot to tie it or win it for 12 seconds. Gonzaga, Gonzaga. Again with the ball in his hands. In the paint. floater, Short. Got it back. Ties it with three. Gonzaga has time to do something. Socks for the win. It's one of the great games we're gonna have to check in final four history. A classic game with a classic finish. <laughs> I saw Johnny got the miss
1: and uh, got the miss and put it back in, you know. And Corey, Corey took it out right away. Um, Corey, Corey, come here, you know. And I got as many jewels as I can, you know. Tried to get as close as I could. He was actually like right under me, but um, I mean, I just put it up. I was fading away with it, and dude, it went off the backboard and in and. I don't know. I've always wanted to run up on the table and, you know, like Kobe and D-Wade and, and go like that. And, I mean, that's the first thing I did. But, man, ah, that that is something that you practice, you know, on your mini
0: hoop as a kid or in the gym, just messing around. And to, to be able to do that, uh, it, it's crazy.
2: Sports. 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 So
1: they just sit there and talk about sports? Yeah, we do. And we're doing it live here in Beaumont. Get out here. Watch the games. Let's do it.
0: It's a Monday on the Blitz. Diabolical. This is a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow. Live from Under Golf Center in Beaumont. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And the Blitz is
1: on for a Monday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe. With me, Brett Bauer, the Falcon, A.J. Hoffman, Chocolate Braveheart, Aaron Rabel, the Voldemort back in studio, and uh, Nick Sharrara is going to be out here keeping us on air as we broadcast live from 5 Under in Beaumont. We're outside. It is a beautiful day. Get your butts out down here and let's enjoy some basketball tonight. What's going on, Hoffman? Sports and stuff, man.
2: Excited for the, uh, the title game tonight. It's the matchup we all wanted. It's a matchup
1: we get. Uh, it's uh it's good it's a good day to be a college basketball fan. Well it's not the matchup we all wanted, but I think uh <laughs> it, it's it's a the matchup that needed to happen. Yeah, I mean it it's by far the, the best matchup if you're just a basketball fan, there's no question. Uh in terms of uh you know, me no. That wasn't the best matchup, but hey, at least, at yeah. least, at least, we didn't have to sweat it. Yeah. You know? Well, at least you didn't have to watch UH get dog stomped twice. Yeah. That would have been horrible. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, one dog stomping would have been fine, <laughs> and you know, just happened to be in the semifinal and not the final. But uh, uh, yeah, they um, Baylor just played so well in that game and shot so well. And once once you're down ten to that team, it's over. Yeah. Because UH it, cause you know, just didn't have enough weapons to come back, and
2: just a lot of ways to score. And UH, we talked all, you know, we talked about it all week that. They go through lulls in scoring, and you can't do that against a Baylor team that has so yeah. many ways to score, and yeah. they're going to hit threes, yeah. and and really it felt like for about five, six minutes, it was like, okay, it's going to be a game, and then, hang
1: with them, and then no. Uh, one and
2: quick run, boom, yeah. over. And, and you knew at halftime it was over. Yeah, well, yeah, it was 25 points at And halftime. then Kelvin Sampson was talking about, like, well, we at least held them to 33 points in the second half. It's like, bro... <laughs> <laughs> they could have scored They could have scored 50 on you if they wanted. Yeah, they, they were playing guys They're with the school legs, man. in the
1: second half. So, yeah, that was... Uh, but I guess
2: whatever you need to, to boost your uh, your ego after that one. But I, I, Kelvin said the right thing. He's like, not only was that the best team we've seen this year, that's the best team we've seen maybe since I've been here. And he's right. I mean, yeah. that was just... It was a different level of team that, it, whether it's COVID's fault, whatever, whoever's fault it is, they never got to see this year. And... You know what? I, I, I thought about this today on my drive in uh, when I was thinking about you know, UH, their best, their best opponent before Baylor was Texas Tech, and Texas Tech's like 30th best team in the country or something like that, and we re- remember we talked about this, and UH had a chance to play Gonzaga in Salt Lake City because Gonzaga, was, they were supposed to play Pepperdine, and Pepperdine yeah. had a COVID issue, and UH had a week off. And they were like, let's do it. And Gonzaga was like, we'll play anybody this weekend. And UH, because they didn't want to travel to Utah, uh, which was about in the middle, they didn't want to travel to Utah to play Gonzaga. So instead they played Our Lady of the Lake and won by a million points. But had the, and I don't know if it would have changed the results, but it could have at least changed expectations – for UH or at least changed like maybe a strategic philosophy if you see an elite elite team once maybe you can make some adjustments after that but because they passed on that game to play our lady of the lake that was it was just such a shock to them to see such a dominant team I think Well, it,
1: it wasn't that they they passed on the game they they could not make it work from their end they wanted to play the game but uh uh but yeah it would have been a good. Why couldn't they make it work? Uh, there, there was Their whole, airplane was broken. No, there's a whole bunch of stuff to it that that I've been told that why they couldn't get there and why it was it was going to be a problem. And here's what I was
2: told, and I mean you you probably have better sources than me there, but a, a pretty good source there told me that because they were going to Louisiana the next Tuesday, I think they didn't want to go west and then go back east because I think they played Tulane the next Tuesday.
1: Well, it was it was. It's related to that, and that the the travel was going to be really difficult to be able to pull it off. As somebody pointed out, they had a game against Alabama canceled because of the COVID too. Yep. So you know that's uh, none of that's here or there. I mean, in the match with the way they matched up with Baylor, they, they did. Baylor's just better, and, and you know, it's I was, fine. I was saying that all last week, and and whether or not they played Gonzaga once early in the year was not going to make any difference. They were ha- going to have to play a perfect game, and some, it wasn't close to that. somebody other than Sasser was going to have to hit threes. And they they didn't do it, and, and Baylor didn't miss. Baylor Boy, was on, and
2: they called Davion Mitchell off day because he makes he makes a guy he's guarding have an off day. And unfortunately for Quentin Grimes, it was his off day against Davion Mitchell. Yeah, and I, I know that Jared Butler gets all the accolades because he's the first team All American, and and he's great. Don't get me wrong, but Davion Mitchell's the NBA guy on that team. That's he's the. He's their best. I don't. I, I hate to say best player, but he's their best pro prospect, certainly. But the way he defends is just it's otherworldly. And he it, Baylor's an okay defensive team. He makes them into a good defensive team because he's so great. And it, we kind of talked about Giroux being able to take away one of your best guys, and and he is capable of that. But Davion Mitchell did that to Grimes, and Grimes. Yeah. Grimes I don't want to say he was useless, but he was kind of useless in no, that. No, he game. was. He
1: was useless. You can say it. And uh, it yeah, that that was a, a big problem for them is not having him being able to contribute the way he, he has all tournament. And, uh, you yeah, know, once they got down 10, they were in real trouble. It's just that's a hard team to come back on. They, the way you know, their, their path to victory, which we talked about, was going to be have to slow down the game, hope Baylor has an off shooting night, and their guys have to score. And guess what? That's not what happened. It wasn't even. I mean, close their, to that. their
2: game plan had to be this for them to win. Everything that UCLA did against Gonzaga had to go right for for uh right, right. And it all went right for UCLA, and none and of then
0: it, some, and then some,
2: <laughs> and none of it went right for for uh. They just uh, it, and part of it I do think is it, it got away from them so quickly. Yeah, that even. It's not like they played poorly in the second half, but by then the game was already over, so it didn't matter. And right. you can always tell when one team knows they've won and the other team knows they've lost, and that's what we saw in the second half. But I think if the first half would have been the close half, we could have seen a better game. I don't think we would have seen a blowout in the second half, but because Baylor or because UH couldn't hold them close for long enough, yeah, it just started to snowball,
1: and and that you know you see that sometimes especially on that stage you get one team starts getting on fire and that gets uh um, that becomes contagious and the other team can't hit a shot and that becomes contagious and it's exactly what happened and uh you know i, I uh, But it's also
2: we we agreed on this last week there's some real holes in UH's offense like there's they're they're very limited offensively and it, basically you're counting on one or two guys like they have to be on for you to have even a competitive offense. It, that's not how it should work. Especially once you get to the Final Four, it's really tough to
1: win like that. Yeah, you've got to have multiple guys who can score, like Baylor has. Yeah, uh, and and you know what? They'll get there. This is a uh, it's a big step for the program for for Kelvin, and I, I think you know the the thing that he's got them now to where they're a tournament team every year. Yes, and so it's just a matter of. Getting the right team and I, I still think my favorite one was when they had Brooks and Davis just launching threes and had that kind of offense and uh it came up just a little bit short but I, I think he'll get those kind of players again and uh and you know it's it was a good run and i'm I'm kind of uh kind of rooting for Baylor. I have a lot of friends who went to Baylor and they were actually. Not jerks to me on Saturday after uh, their guys <laughs> won, which I appreciated. Uh, there were some people on Twitter who you tried know why to they me. weren't right because like, they won. Well, no, because they have to play Gonzaga next, well, and if they
2: ride on you too hard, they may be in your same shoes tonight.
1: No, but uh, I actually, uh, I feel bad for a lot of my friends who went to school there who've had to deal with all the stuff in the wake of the football program that they had nothing to do I, with. I agree, and that are, and they're just good people who want their school to not be known for that and, you know, acknowledge that that's what happened. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for them and, and happy for Baylor. And I, 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 hope, I hope they give Gonzaga a run tonight. I don't know that they will.
2: I'm happy for them too. Normally I would be cheering for them, but this is one of those instances where going into last season, going into the season that had no tournament, I said Gonzaga's the best team. They're going to be the best team then they didn't get to play the tournament. I was like, damn it. I know I was right. And then they came back this year, and I said, oh, they're the best team again. And they've been the best team all year. I, I've said all year long, it's not Gonzaga, Baylor, and everyone else. It's Gonzaga and everyone else. So, for me, I just want to be right. So, <laughs> I, I, I'm not backing yeah. off that now. Yeah, because you, you know uh, you're going to hear about it, I'll Baylor hear wins. it Yeah, I will certainly hear it. And if they do win, then good for them. But um, I, 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 I still think... And we'll get into this in the next segment. I think there's been a wild overreaction to what we saw on Saturday. And it's impacting the way not like people are thinking about today and the market
1: is thinking about today. All right. Well, we will discuss when we return. Don't go anywhere. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 live out here at 5 Under Golf in Beaumont.
0: Listening to the Blitz. Hey guys, Sports player. on ESPN ninety Sports to you.
2: Yeah, uh, Lance Zerline was riding on everybody on Twitter over Easter because Lance finally got over the hump with his brisket. He made a brisket that didn't look disgusting. It didn't look like Lincoln Riley's or John Cornyn's that got cooked in the oven. I mean, he he put out a badass brisket, and I'm pretty sure he only did that. Because the guys at Texas Star Grill Shop, they told him the right way to do it. They're like, this is what you're doing wrong. And Lance took their pointers, and now he's a quality brisket maker. He's no longer the butt of jokes on Twitter.com. Uh, and, guys, they can help you do that as well. They've got tons of great brands to choose from. Memphis, Traeger. Uh, they've, they've got Pits and Spits, which is what I use. They've got the Kamado Joe. They've got all the great brands uh, and and fantastic prices as well. Not only that, they're going to walk you through the process. Make sure you buy the grill that's right for you. That's what they did with me, and I couldn't have been happier with the experience, couldn't be happier with the grill I got from there. Four locations now in the Houston area. Stop in and check them out, or you can see it all online, TexasStarGrillShop.com.
0: Listening to a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow live from Five Under Golf Center in Beaumont. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman.
1: And we are back on The Blitz here at Five Under in Beaumont. Come on out. We're out on the back. It's beautiful weather. And uh, come on out and get, uh, how about this? BOGO Burger Day. Buy one, get one free. You can get two burgers for the price of one. And they're going to have a Masters watch party on Sunday. Uh, they've got a fitting day on Thursday with Shrix on in Cleveland. And a Tracy Bird Live on Cinco de Mayo. So if you've been wanting to get your uh, concert on, then you can do it. I, I think I was actually in the most crowded place I've been since uh, all this started. We uh, A bunch of us got together to watch a game at Little Woodrow's in Edo, and it was packed. And uh, you know what? I... I felt comfortable. You know, people would wear their masks until they got their seat, just like they're told to. And besides, I'm I'm Rona free. I'm good. You are, and um, yeah, and people get say, "Oh, well, they say you can still get it." It's, yeah, it's like a four percent chance. Get out of here with that. I got a better chance of having my aces cracked by ducks. <laughs> so, you talked about the uh, the overreaction. Uh, let, let's let's get to that.
2: Yeah. So, my numbers before the games on Saturday. We talked about this last week. I said I said Gonzaga would probably be about a six point favorite over Baylor, and I figured you'd probably have to pay a Gonzaga tax. Well, so that I,
1: was the early line. We talked about it Friday. It was already. I mean, that was the one you could bet it on some sites. Yep. So six and a half. And I in my head, I don't I don't know if I
2: said this out loud, uh, but I in my head I said if I, if I see a seven, and I, I know I said it on Twitter, if I see a seven, I'll take Baylor plus seven. Well. Baylor goes out and mollywops Houston, and Gonzaga goes out and has the toughest game that they've had in two seasons. Yeah. And now the line shows up four and a half. What's changed to to move that line to two and a half points? To me, there's really not much. I, 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 I think there's well, an it, overreaction to what you just saw.
1: And that's common, right? And we're, two, we're last race oriented all the time. And. There's there's not
2: been more eyes on a Baylor game than there ha- than there was in that game, right? W- have they been, happened to see what might have been Baylor's best performance of the season? And they probably saw what was Gonzaga's worst performance. Well, and really, Gonzaga didn't have a poor performance. No, the, that game and one, uh, UCLA had a great performance. I, I use a, sh- uh, a website called ShotQuality.com. Have you heard of this? No. So basically, what it does is it it, it goes through games and it it goes it has what the team's tendencies are, what they normally score on the shots that they're taking. So basically, it tells you where they're efficient from offensively. And based on the shots that Gonzaga got and the shots that UCLA got, it says Gonzaga was expected to win by 22 points based on the shots that were taken in that game. Gonzaga's win chance in that game was 98%. So if they, take, if they take all the same shots in 100 games, Gonzaga wins 98, UCLA wins 2. The what, what happened for UCLA is they took a bunch of shots that they normally miss and they hit them. And is that anything that Gonzaga did wrong? I don't know. If you're forcing them into bad shots, you're forcing them into shots that they have a tendency to miss and they make them, sometimes you just chalk that up to, well, they're hitting shots. There's only so much you can do, right? Uh, it's like if you, you bring your infield in and someone pop, you know pops one up over the third baseman's head and it lands in between him and the left fielder. Well, yeah. you, you, you played it the best you could based on tendencies, and sometimes you get beat. Um, UCLA shot 14 points over their expected total because they made a lot more mid-range shots than they normally make. Their mid-range percentage was way better than it has been all season long. So... I'm not freaking out about what I saw out of Gonzaga, because I don't think Gonzaga played a a bad game. Um, And Baylor played probably slightly better than I expected them to, but not worlds better than I expected them to. And Baylor Baylor looked like they normally look. They just did it against a good team. And Gonzaga, you know, they looked like they normally looked offensively, UCLA just made shots that they don't normally make. And sometimes you just have to tip your hat to them. I'm not panicking enough to move this line
1: two and a half points. I just don't understand that. Here's where I can see why it moved. And I think when, when you look at Baylor, basically, they won the game at halftime. They were able to coast. There was no pressure. Uh, they, didn't have to, they didn't have to work hard in the second half. A lot of guys got the rest. Uh, Gonzaga had to go to overtime in an up-and-down game and had to play all their guys for a lot of minutes. I, I can see how that could have an impact on tonight's game. Now, how much of an impact? I don't know. Is it two points worth? I don't know. Uh, and but I I can see why people. It's plus little thing, but that was the late game, so they have less of a turnaround time than yep. Baylor does. You add all that up, I can see why it's moved a little bit. I can see why some Baylor money's coming in, but you know the the difference is you watch these games all year, so you know these teams, and. A lot of people just saw Baylor for the first time on yeah. Saturday, and, and like I said, I think their best performance of the season, at least when the game was on the line in the first half, and uh, you know they've. But the, the other thing about them, you know, they had that one bad stretch, and we talked <laughs> about it all year. Right after the COVID, their defense wasn't very good for about three weeks there. Yeah, now they're back to playing good defense now. Now so. think about this: if if the UCLA
2: game had happened last weekend. And they just played the game that they played against USC, where USC didn't even look like they belong on the court with them. What, do you think the line would have moved? Uh, no, I don't think so either. No, that's what I'm saying. I, I think there's an overreaction to what we just saw. Oh yeah, and that, but that's extremely common too. It well, but it's yeah. not that. I mean, not, two, two and a half points, two two and a half points. Mm. That's a pretty big push. You know what I mean? Like maybe a point, maybe, but. And I guess you know. Again, it was Baylor in a bloodbath, and Gonzaga playing their closest game of the year. So I guess, but I'm I'm sticking to my guns here. I think there's value on four and a half now. Uh, my fear was it would be six, and I wouldn't be playing the national championship game. Yeah, I don't think I would have even played at six and a half. So
1: you should be celebrating that you're getting the the point and a half here.
2: I mean, I am. I, I but like I said, rather I, than questioning it, I, it just all I'm saying and is and I half, just man. It, it doesn't seem like a, it doesn't it. It's a queer line,
1: as they say, Fred. Uh, as Granado would as say. Granado let's, would let's, say. Let's, let's let's quote the right person here. Granado is they. Uh, yeah, he represents they. I my um, only plays the over. Um, I like the over as well. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to bet the game mainly because I'd like. I
2: like the over light. I, I'm not, I'm not yeah, a I'm crazy on the I mean, It's not
1: crazy about it. I just want something to root for. And I like rooting for points.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, that's usually more fun. Yeah. The one other bet I made on, on this game was um, I, I played Corey Kispert over two and a half three-pointers made. Uh, he's shooting about nine per game. Yeah. And the last two games, he hasn't been making a lot of them. Trust me, he will continue to shoot the, like that that will not change, and he's a really, really good shooter and the other thing is he's six seven six eight the The guys who will be defending him are six four I mean pretty much everybody on Baylor is six four that's yeah. that's what Baylor is um so I think there's and I think there's a matchup problem with him, and I think there's a matchup problem with timmy uh, I, Baylor plays a no middle defense. There is really not an answer for Drew Timmy in the post, and UCLA, USC, teams that actually had guys in the post still couldn't contain him. Drew Timmy is a problem right now for everybody. He he's, he can move around, he, but when he, his footwork in the post is NBA quality, and if he were two inches taller, scouts would be salivating over him as an NBA prospect, but... It, you know, your body is your body. But right. Drew Timmy is a dominant college basketball player. Uh, and I, I think he's going to continue to dominate tonight. I, I think that I, – I do think Davion Mitchell is going to kind of – I don't know if he'll take Suggs out of things, but I think he's going to give Suggs some problems. I, I also think Suggs will give him some problems because, you know, Suggs is six four and he, he's, he's a salty defender himself. Right.
1: Uh, but – uh, but I, I do think this is a, a Timmy and Kispert night. alright three seven eight zero 713-780-ESPN, if you want to text the show, I'll we'll be happy to take those. You can also get on Twitch and comment. You can't see us, but you don't need to. We're ugly. Uh, but we can read your comments. We just can't do it on the break, so we'll, uh, we'll keep up with that. And uh, we're going to take a very quick break. We come back. Uh, a couple more thoughts on the two games on Saturday, and then I uh, have a Deshaun Watson update for you. All right. You're going to love it. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5 Live at 5 Under Golf in Beaumont. This
0: is ESPN 97.5. This is a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow live from Five Under Golf Center in Beaumont. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fower and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz live here at Five Under
1: in Beaumont. If you're just getting off work and you're in the area, get your butts out here. So, for a couple people who tried to rope me into something on Twitter over UH losing, uh, can <laughs> I recommend you go back to the podcast Friday and listen to what I said about that game and who I bet on? That's all. I I I it that with no illusions. Yeah. yeah, and I I was very clear about that Friday. I made a pretty damn big bet on Baylor, and it wasn't. I did too, and then of course I instantly lost it on Gonzaga. But uh, I I I lost uh, about half of it back on Gonzaga. And then I was one on one on my hockey plays, but then yesterday I was goofing around with of all things quarter horses at Louisiana Downs and hit like a thousand dollar exacta. So it turned out that would be a good weekend. That is a good weekend. Yeah. One of my one of my goofy little uh uh one horse with five horses first and second and a thirty to one shot one and I had it for five bucks. I'm like, that'll that'll work.
2: Yeah, I had Gonzaga, uh and then I had Johnny Juzang under. I thought, oh, he'll come back down to earth. Nope, he's still a rocket ship. And I had Jalen Suggs over, and that shot at the buzzer put me over. Ah, so good. that was a a lucky break. Although I, in double overtime, he probably gets there anyway. Yeah, but because uh, he only needed one more point, but that was he just did it with style. So, uh, so yeah, not not a it wasn't, wasn't a bad weekend, but it wasn't as good as it could have been
1: um yeah well, i was i was with you on on gonzaga and actually um i bet when when i bet i bet in game to kind of get a little of it back but for the most part i lost on that one and it just kept feeling like you know they would get to five points and you're like okay here comes the run yeah they're gonna get to the 14 it was one point when it got did. to seven and
2: i was like here it comes yeah it's yeah. happening uh but honestly one of the
1: best games we've seen in a long time oh in the god tournament. yeah yeah that that was a, a classic and just the, the way it went, the way it finished. And the Suggs shot, which I got, I had some
2: debate on Twitter, where, where do you rank that in comparison to the Leightner shot that gets shown every single year? Better shot from Suggs. I said that, too. I, I said, I think it's better. Now, the the pass, Grant Hill throwing the ball three quarters right. of the court is, is more impressive than, than Suggs running it up. Yeah. But – Christian Leitner shot that ball from, like, a foot a foot north of the free throw line. Yeah, yeah. Suggs hit his from half court. Like, yeah. I, I mean, that and was... Like, oh, he banked it. Bro, oh! We in, it, oh! What are we playing, horse? Like, <laughs> How dare he? You, you're on a full-blown sprint, and you, you shoot it, and it banks in? Uh, I'm, I'm not taking away points for that. So, and I get it. If he misses that, the game goes to double OT. If Leitner misses his... The game's over and Kentucky wins, but it feels like
1: level of difficulty of the shot. Uh, yeah, I I don't think it's close. The, the, it's the the other one that doesn't get talked about enough is is the Keith Smart shot because that won the championship, and you know that well not as hard a shot that was about as clutch as it comes. Yeah, and so that one is uh, you know that one's up there for me too. But th- this one was as good as I've seen, especially you know yeah they, if he misses it just goes to another overtime. But to win the game like that in that fashion, eh, I'm sorry, that's badass. Yeah, suck it, Christian Leitner.
2: Yeah the um, the other the other guy that gets uh, the Chris Jenkins shot for Villanova gets talked about too, and that was a buzzer beater, game winner, and that, that's a big, but that level of difficulty has to come into play. Yeah, and that Jalen Sugg shot was it's pretty difficult, pretty difficult. I mean, listen, they're all going to be on the highlight reel forever now.
1: Yeah. Uh, but, that, I mean, honestly, and, and I, don't, I don't like being an overreaction guy to something that just happened, but, boy, that's, that's as good as I can remember, especially in that situation, Final Four, going to the championship, unbeaten season on the line. You add all that up, and you know, to make that shot, it, it's just, uh,
2: I mean, it was incredible. Well, and Jalen Suggs, who I, I, I heard Joel besmirching his name on the way in, uh, and uh, he he wasn't really he was but I guess somebody said that Jalen Suggs could take a team to the playoffs right now and I don't know if that's true because John Morant couldn't do that and uh, I think John I mean, Morant I, you know I hopefully was
1: pretty, hopefully the Rockets will find that out I was history. pretty high on John
2: Morant too <laughs> uh, but I love Jalen Suggs game I, I think the shot will get better uh, but he's he's got good physicality and he just kind of has the it factor he's that guy he's that dude and this just proved it but really even more than that was the play he made on the dunk where he, he blocks the shot. He blocks the shot, gathers up the ball, charges up the court, and then shoots an insane pass on a dime, bounce pass to Timmy, who finishes to give Gonzaga the lead with like a minute and a half left. But that was a total, uh, I mean, that, that totally changed the game right there. Yeah. And, I, I mean, just uh, Jalen Suggs to me is incredible. And I've been saying it all year long, I, I think now as we watch it, more and more, and what we saw with those that play, and then the the shot, it makes you go, God, this is the dude the Rockets have to get. And I, there's other guys out there. Kate Cunningham is very good. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Evan Mobley is very good. Even though I, I, I don't think the Rockets will be drafting a, a. I don't. I hate to call him a post player because he's not really that a. a a big person yeah uh so i don't think they'll be drafting a big so i am hopeful that jalen suggs is the guy because he's a guy that to me is easy to root for uh he's a fun player he i, I think he's excellent i think he's on, only going to get better so I, I i'm i'm keeping fingers crossed that jalen suggs can make me a rockets fan again um a couple people are asking
1: what was the name of that website you were using for the uh dot okay um yeah, I, I think uh, I, I'm I'm excited for the game tonight. Like I said, I'm, I'm uh, I'll I'll be rooting for Baylor, but I mean, I don't have. I'm just going to root for the over because that's that's where my money is. But they're they're fun teams to watch. This is a game we wanted all along. It's a game we should have had earlier this year, and the Rona stole it from us. And, and although
2: it kind of makes it it kind of makes it cooler now that they yeah. didn't play. Yeah, because because we don't have anything to go off of. Yeah,
1: well, it would have been awesome if like Baylor had won a close game when they played. Because Baylor was playing great back then too, but
2: then it would take away the the whole undefeated season thing that Gonzaga has going for them. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad. I'm I'm now glad. I'm now on the team of glad they didn't play it. And actually, it got canceled twice. Yeah, yeah, it did. Because they canceled it, then they rescheduled, it, and then that got canceled. So I'm glad that it got canceled because I, this is this feels like this should be the last game. And it,
1: yeah, you know, it's the whole season's played up to this. Yeah, it has, and I mean, these are the two best teams. These are the the two teams we've been wanting to see, and and I, I mean, um, listen, like I, I I happy UH got to the Final Four, and, and I, I feel like the the program's future is really bright, and I, I don't think this is the last one. And I, I never thought I'd say that five years ago, uh, and I, I love the direction they're going. As long as as long as Kelvin wants to coach, yeah, then. Yeah, that, that's going to be a team to – I mean,
2: it's a good feeling knowing that your team has a chance to do something every year. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot
1: different than, boy, like the Tom Penders team that won the tournament and got in. You're like, okay, they got no shot, but hey, at least they got in.
2: There's there's not many teams around the country who feel like every year they're going to be a contender. And the one – like, you know, even Duke and Kentucky, they'll, they have years like this. Yeah. But, but I, I'm with North you. Carolina I, f- I feel like it, as long as UH is – as long as Kelvin Sampson's at UH – I think they're going to run that conference first of all, and I think they're going to have a real chance to make some noise in the tournaments. I do want to get, I do want to see them get some more consistent scoring. Yeah. Um, but and I get the way that they played this year was limit possessions, protect the ball, and but the problem is you've just got if you do that, you've you've got to make shots. You can't, right. You can't right. run twenty five seconds and then miss a shot. And I know most really what their offense is is offensive rebounding. Yeah. Which yeah. is which is great against Tulane.
0: Yeah, eventually
2: you you've got to make some shots, and, yeah. and that's it. Just was it, they got overmatched. But
1: I mean, that's that's uh, I mean, Kelvin played to the strengths of his team. That's what yep. they were. Um, like I, said, I like the the Brooks Davis team was a three point shooting team. that got up and down the floor, and I I think as he, it, I think he'll recruit some more shooters, and when he does, you know, they'll they'll adjust to that. But um, like I said it was it was a fun run, and and. You know, I enjoyed the hell out of it, but uh, I did mention uh, I had some Deshaun Watson news for you. All right, give it to me. Twenty-two is now your number. Yeah. Well, I think I said twenty-four and a half. I don't know runner.
2: that. I don't know that Deshaun being accused of a twenty-second sexual assault <laughs> makes me feel any different than when it was at twenty-one. Yeah. Um, it, it's. I don't know. I. I don't even know what to. What the word is for it at this point. It's. Because I, I think it's more weird than anything. And I, I say that, and I guess it's not, that's maybe um, not fair to the women involved. Because for the women involved, I'm sure it was more than just weird. It, it's, it, you know, it's sad or whatever. But all I can think about is Deshaun, like, trying
1: to touch these women with his penis. And it's like,
2: dude, it's, it's just weird. Like, that's
1: not what normal dudes do. I can't get out of my head him basically humping the air. Uh, with that one chick, and, and it was just you know where he takes off his towel and he's thrusting. and I'm like I I can't get that image out of I, my head. It it's I, I'll I, say he'll never be able to walk on the field again without me seeing him air thrust. I'll say this: if there's
2: ever a situation where a man and a woman are alone, and it's in a a business setting for like the, the, these women are being paid to be there, if the woman makes the move. I feel like everything's fair game. I wouldn't even be mad at Deshaun. No. Like, if she pulled his towel off and started in, well, that's the perk of being uh, the yeah. quarterback of the Texans. Which I'm Good sure for you. happened
1: a bunch of times. I'm sure it did. I, I mean, which is why he probably thought it was okay with everybody else. But you also have to play it from that angle.
2: You, you can't just assume, well, I'm the quarterback of the Texans. She wants me to touch her with my penis. No, that's not how... Society works. AJ, you have to take what the defense gives you. I, yeah. I know, and sometimes the defense is tied up the middle, and you've yeah. got you, to work around it. Uh, sometimes you've got to punt. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you've got to punt. And if you're the Texans, you punt a lot. so You, you cannot feel like – And listen, the dude had 40 women on Instagram, and it sounds to me like he, I mean, 50-50 was good for him. So you have to know when to just say, like, well, this chick's not into it. Guess it's, guess it's not going to happen. We'll just finish our massage like a pro, and I'll oh, try again. I'll call the next one. There's, there's plenty of masseuses in the sea for me to go after if this one doesn't want to do that thing. But it seems like he was like, she doesn't want to do it. I'm doing it anyway. I've come this far i'm I'm here with my it, towel i'm yanking this far I, well on his belly button apparently <laughs> I'm taking the towel off i'm going for it it's just a it's it's just an odd odd way to think to be honest um different strokes a j and you strokes. know man you know this it is it is in twenty twenty one if you're going to be alone in a room with a woman that you are not uh already intimate with. You have to be above reproach. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It goes, like, that goes, goes for to,
1: everybody. Not, not just a not just quarterback. I'm not one of these people who says, like, well, he's got to only
2: have dude masseuses now. No, because the truth is, if most of these women, this is what they're doing for a living, and if you treat them right, they're not going to screw you because, hey, you might, you might use them again, and they'd be happy for that. Yep. I, don't think, I don't think it's – I won't say there's not women – who will screw a dude over just to, like, will lie about how a dude behaved oh, yeah. in private. Yeah. But if you do things the right way, if you handle those situations the right way, you give a woman less reason to do that. And the fact that now there's 22 of them,
1: that's a little alarming. It is, but, you know, I, if, if it were me, I would just stick to Swedish masseuses and get men and have Sven do it. Maybe that's the move, yeah, stronger I, I, hands. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, because if I'm in it for the massage, I want Sven there. I don't want to take any chances. Hey, uh, join us this Thursday as we broadcast live 1 to 7 p.m. at Cidercade Houston for the big home opener. Cidercade Houston has over 275 arcade games, all unlocked for unlimited play like classics, pinball, fighters, shooters, sports, driving, and more. Watch live sports on 10 65-inch flat screen TVs and two projectors. Choose from 48 taps of different hard ciders, kombuchas, seltzers, and wines, all made by Bishop Cider. Looking forward to those seltzers. Uh, so join us at Cidercade Houston this Thursday in the East End blocks from Minute Maid Park at BBVA Stadium. Learn more at CidercadeHouston.com. Really looking forward to getting over there, not uh, not too far from my place. So. You think they have Double Dragon? I bet you they do. You think they have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game? Probably. You think they have Galaga?
2: Ooh, that might be too old. Mm, it's I don't out know. of
1: stock. Well, I guess we're gonna find out Maybe on Thursday. So. Street Fighter Two? Oh, I'm sure they have that, yeah. Oh. What about original Donkey Kong?
2: That would be fun. Yeah, I like that. Here's another one. Tron. I don't like Tron. Oh, the original Tron. Love that. No, I do like
1: Donkey Kong now. Space Invaders. Dig Dug. Did you like Dig Dug? Uh, I think Dig Dug was a little after my time. Kubert. Kubert I, I I did play. Frogger. Yeah. Definitely like Frogger.
2: All right. I got to tell you guys about Allstate. Allstate windows and siding. You want fantastic windows at fantastic prices. Allstate is your place to go. I got my windows put in. 25% off all window packages. That's for everybody. Uh, You say, hey, I heard about you on ESPN 97.5. Boom, 25% off your window packages. Now, let's say you're a veteran or you're a first responder. Discount. Let's say you're paying all cash up front. Discount. Guys, they, they want your business, and they are willing to go above and beyond. They have great customer service. The product's incredible. They came in. My wife was sold right away. I, I brought them in to replace one window, and I ended up doing my entire house. And now I'm saving 40% on my energy bill. Guys, why, why wouldn't you do this? Uh, you want the best rate? Call Allstate. Allstate windows and siding, 832 204 1936 uh, just fantastic windows at a fantastic price and, and like i said 40% on your electric bills that's AllstateSidingAndWindows.com.
0: sidingandwindows.com this is the blitz, the blitz. on espn 975 ah, yeah. <laughs> You're listening to a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow, live from Under Golf Center in Beaumont. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fower and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The
1: Blitz. 713-780-ESPN your number. 713-780-3776. You want to text the show, or you uh, can get on Twitch, comment there, or you can hit us up. On uh, Twitter. So he uh, says, uh, thoughts on the Astros? I think they did what the they The Astros did.
2: are good at sports, apparently.
1: I, I, I love that I feel like it's been a bit of an overreaction.
2: Oh, of course. They went 4-0. and It's like, oh, they're back, babe. Well, it's it's four games. Let's calm down. And last, but, last time they saw the A's, they did the same thing. Yeah, too. I think the A's are just kind of their bitch is yeah. what it is. Like let's let's let this thing play out a little bit, but I mean the Astros are supposed to be, be- they're supposed to be the best team in the division. We 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 thought that the whole time. That's what they're supposed to do. It's a crappy division. The A's are crappier than they were a year ago. You should be housing them now. The to me the story was the A's like trying to ride on the Astros about being cheaters and then get in the business. Yeah, like you may want to wait till 'til you've got a lead in a game before you start. You know. Yeah. Playing funny songs and, and and things like that,
1: but uh, making your cute little sign, yeah, that uh, every camera had on. Because now you're four zero or you're zero no, you're, you're and four, yeah. yeah, and you you did all that. So, but good for you. You got to enjoy it, right? You got you got to enjoy making fun of the the team and throwing at Michael Brantley, who wasn't even there in 2017. Yeah, well done, A's. Um, and somebody says Jets trading Sam. Does that mean they're they're pursuing Watson still? Hearing Texans looking hard at Alex Smith, I, I, I don't know why they would be looking at Alex Smith. I mean, they already have... Tyrod Taylor is Alex Smith. Yeah, Tyrod Taylor is the same guy. So, uh, I, I have not heard from any reputable source that they're interested in Alex Smith. I've, I've heard people bring it up, but not anyone that I know in the organization. Everyone seems like the Panthers are now set
2: uh, at quarterback. I got news for you. Sam Darnold has not been good. Uh... If you were to stack rank all the quarterbacks that have qualified in total QBR each of the last three years, and I told you there were 20 guys who qualified, 20 qualified, where do you think that Sam Darnold ranks in those out of those 20? He made the 20? Well, he qualified all three years. Okay. That's the only requirement. You have to qualify for total QBR in 20, uh, 18, 19, and 20. I, I'm going to,
1: you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to surprise you. I'm going to go 19 instead of 20th.
2: Well, you should have gone with 20th. Ah,
1: yeah, he was 20th,
2: and honestly, it wasn't all that close. Mm. So if you uh, if you rank his average rank in those three years was 28.7, the guy who finished uh, 19th on the list, Andy Dalton, his average was 22.3. Mm. So, uh, by a long sight, Sam Darnold's been the worst qualified quarterback in the last three years. And change
1: of scenery, Guy, will tell you, hey, here it comes. I just don't know. Well, and and something on Twitchline brought up that Adam Gase could could kill anyone, and I would go look at Tannehill's numbers in Miami versus what he did. That doesn't mean Sam Darnold's going to do the same thing. No. Uh, I, I still like Sam Darnold. I think Sam Darnold can be salvaged. Uh, But but if he's like your guy, like he's your uh, I don't I don't know that he's an answer. I mean, he may be, but I mean, they wound up getting a second round pick for him, which a second and a fourth, yeah. I mean, and a and a six, I guess, right? Or was the six the other way? I think six was the other way. Okay. So, and somebody says, "Great story, Alex Smith. Please retire." Yeah, I don't I don't need to see Alex Smith back on the football field. I'm good. I'm good on Alex Smith life. Yeah. um, So. Seven one three seven eight zero, espn A couple things from uh, Twitter. Eric said, my favorite tournament buzzer beaters, Tyus Edney, UCLA in 95. That was a good one where he just went coast to coast. I hated that UCLA team with Tyus Edney and Charles and Ed
2: O'Bannon. I hated that team. I was, I was Team Kentucky back then. I was cheering for those Kentucky teams over those UCLA teams. And plus, that bitch-ass UCLA team, that's the reason why we don't have uh, – college basketball on playstation because ed o'bannon threw a big fit and they took away our college sports games so you like ncaa football that's why you don't have it ed o'bannon it's Boom. coming back though let's well, come back now yeah still but yeah. f o'bannon is what hey, i say f-
1: that that's right oh boy 713-780-ESPN is your number 713-780-3776 you want to text the show uh we'll be happy to read them if they're any good and um yeah I mean I think uh I did like uh ooh uh, Aaron sent us the Cidercade game list cuz we were talking about it. Okay. Uh There's a bunch. There's there's too many to read. Mousetrap, remember that one? Yeah. That one's on there. Cubert's cubes? What about Rampage? Uh let's see find the R's here. Um Rampage and Rampage World Tour. All right, let's do it, baby. Asteroids. That's a good one. Yeah, this this looks like fun. Centipede. I was never good at Centipede. No. Donkey Kong Junior. But not Donkey Kong Senior. No. Donkey kay. Kong Junior wasn't bad though. Galaga '88 and Galaga. Yeah, now we're talking. Boy, I'm getting there early. <laughs> Oh, such! It's it's almost a five minute drive too, so it's going to be a, a bitch to get there. Do they have Pac Man or Miss Pac Man? Uh, let's see.
2: We have uh, those games are very very different because in Miss Pac Man, Pac Man has a bow. They have Miss Pac Man and they have Pac Land. Okay, I'm playing Miss Pac Man. Okay, because you like her? Yeah. Well, because I believe uh, women can do anything men can do, and I think Miss Pac Man was the first to prove that. She could eat all the little dots. Yeah. And then eat the ghosts, just just like, like man Pac-Man could do. I, I, I never understood why they called her Miss Pac-Man instead of Pac-Woman.
1: Yeah, that, that, that seems a, a, little, a little disrespectful. But
2: now, if, if they had called her Mrs. Pac-Man, you would assume that that was Pac-Man's wife. But they look so similar that it would feel incestual if they, if they were to be married. Well, what,
1: if, what if she doesn't like Pac-Man? What if she likes pac Women?
2: That's entirely possible. Is, but, is it that acceptable But these her days? name being Pac-Man still, Miss Pac-Man, yeah. is
1: odd. 713-780-3776 if you want to get in. And um, Jamison on Twitter said, Coming from a franchise that celebrates 9-7 division championships, Watson thinks 50-50 is good odds. Yeah, a good point. Probably fair. Uh, I guess there's a press conference from uh, Tony Busby tomorrow. Uh, I don't know what they're going to. I'm sure he's saying they're dropping all charges. Yeah, I think that's it. And, <laughs> and wishing him the best in his future yeah. NFL career. We
2: just want Deshaun to have fun and play football matches now from now on. So We were lying this whole time. Yeah, no big deal.
1: We're were trying to get some attention. No harm, yeah. no foul. We uh, wish him the best and hope uh, the Texans can trade him for a high pick. Or he's going to announce some more stuff. And
2: didn't he, like, one of these girls file fi- uh, criminal stuff? Yeah, this th- time? apparently
1: there is one criminal case and. Uh, you know, I don't know any details on that. We don't know if it's one of the women that is already on the list or if it's a new one or what. Uh, I just know we're over 40, you know, which uh, that's a rough age. It's a rough number for people. Somebody asked, hey, Fred, if I want to get a hockey, who's a good team to follow that's a good example of what to expect? Uh, well, don't follow the Maple Leafs. That's my team, and they'll just break your heart. Uh, I, I, I recommend the Golden Knights. It's a, it's a pretty good uh, franchise. They're still new, you know, it's Vegas. they're a lot of fun, and if I weren't you know basically married to the Leafs, then that would that would be my mistress, the Golden Knights. Stars usually are a fun follow, but they suck this year. so um, so I, <laughs> How long did you look for that? <laughs> I'm ashamed to admit.
0: <laughs> i had to find well, a
1: version that was long enough to send it to break uh, all right well let's uh take that break it is a blitz on espn 97.5 92.5
0: To answer that? To call into the HRNP listener line, dial 713 780 ESPN. The Affordable Care Act continues to be a complex regulation, and employers must comply. Visit HRP.net for help.